welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. And once again, we're bringing you another episode of... The Tybee Island Police Blotter. So Crystal, what in the world's been happening the last few weeks here on our rambunctious island? I'm sure it involves a lot of odors emitting, much like we found in Vegas. There were quite a few odors emitting. But they're legal there. And they (laughs) preceded the people that were carrying them. (laughs) And they did. This is going to be Monday, May 15th through May 28th, 2023. I haven't got the right year this time. Yeah, yeah. It's not 2022 anymore. No, and I'm, I'm jet lagged, so I'm amazed I got that right. I'm still confused about what's going on and where we are. I know yesterday you're like, it's Thursday. And I was saying today's Friday. It's like as soon as I got back from work, all I've done is work since oh, I've no. been home. And I haven't even funny how that happens. Yeah, we just got two days dead at these podcast episodes together. And, uh, you know, got to go do some cleaning here in a little bit as part of a thing that me and her do. So, you know, that's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we do live at large. We're not in Vegas, I guess. So Monday, May 15th, 2023, just after midnight, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Tabrisa and Butler when he spotted a vehicle pass through the intersection at a high rate of speed. After stopping the vehicle, the officer learned that the driver's license was suspended. He was then placed under arrest and charged with too fast for conditions and driving while license suspended. I thought for sure you were going to say that he was charged with too fast, too furious. Yeah, 12, that would be a better charge. The yeah, the tie-being. Well, they're running out of ideas. They're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson did come to Tybee to film Baywatch. I he don't know did. if you people know that or not, but if you've seen the movie Baywatch, they were actually filming that on Tybee Island. Yeah, they pretended it was Florida, but we know better. Yeah, what was it? Like Jewel Bay Emerald or Emerald Bay, Bay or some such nonsense. That sign is actually hanging in Doc's Bar. If you're ever out here, you can go check it out. Yeah, fun fact of movie trivia, Doc's Bar is on Tabrisa, and if you can stagger in through the odors, you too <laughs> can see the sign. And The Rock worked out at the Y. Our little lot, and apparently YMCA. he's a very friendly person and mm-hmm. talked to locals when he was here. So uh, check his movies out if they ever make a Baywatch, too. If you watch Baywatch, watch the edited version. Remember that one scene? Yeah. You can't unsee that, people. No. No, you can't. It was a good movie, other than that Other scene. than the content of it, it was a fine <laughs> yes. piece of film. Later that same day, officers responded to Highway 80 near Catalina Drive in reference to a report of a reckless driver. Once in the area, an officer spotted the suspect vehicle failing to maintain its lane while tailgating the car in front of it. I like the way you do tailgating in quotation marks, like it's a uh, suspected tailgating. After stopping the suspect vehicle... The officer noticed that the driver had red eyes, slurred speech, and and here it comes. The odor, similar to that of an alcoholic beverage, emitting from their body. So it's all the way in the body this time, not just the breath. So what I'm wondering is an odor similar to an alcoholic beverage. So they're not saying it's necessarily an alcoholic beverage. What else could it be? Are they using isopropyl alcohol to clean the inside of their car like the guy that drove us in Vegas (laughs) and we sat in the wet seats on the way to the airport? (laughs) It could be. That's surely what that smell was when we were riding in that vehicle, huh? Oh, I don't know. But at least it was clean looking. It felt clean. He had to have a detail because he'd probably just dump something off in Lake Mead before he picked us oh, up. Oh, yeah. That's probably what happened. But he got us to the airport safely. Yeah, I gave so him that's five stars. <laughs> so that's all that counts. I gave him a tip. I'm just happy to not get murdered in an Uber. If they <laughs> just don't murder me, I'm okay. It's like the standard of service you have is, <laughs> did I die? Exactly. And did I get to the airport? 
On time. Not even in that order. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. <laughs> okay, so this gets good now. When asked where she was going, so did you think this was going to be a woman? At this point, I'm not surprised by anything. If you just said it was like a billy goat driving the vehicle, I'd have been like, well, eh. The driver replied, I'm going to Thailand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a new one. During the course of a subsequent investigation, the officer asked the driver to exit the vehicle. As she did so, the officer noticed that she was unsteady on her feet and that she used her car to help maintain her balance. When asked if she was willing to participate in a field sobriety test, the driver replied, no. No. <laughs> she was then placed under arrest. While conducting an inventory of the vehicle prior to being towed, the officer found an open container of Bud Light, along with prescription medication belonging to the driver. At least it was her own. Yeah, it was her own Bud Light. <laughs> you know, she didn't steal it from nobody. <laughs> she was then booked into custody on the charges of following too closely, Failure to maintain lane, open container, and DUI. How did she think she was going to get to Thailand from here? Well, that probably wasn't her first Budweiser that they found, <laughs> is what I'm thinking. Yeah, just one Bud Light. Um, what kind of medication? They didn't specify the medication. Oh, it's opium. It had to be something strong. It's prescription, though. I got it from Thailand. <laughs> on Tuesday, May 16th, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Highway 80, when he spotted a vehicle with an expired registration. After conducting a traffic stop, the officer learned that the driver had a felony warrant from our agency for theft by taking. He was subsequently placed under arrest. Theft by taking. How to do it. That's like the definition of thefting. I wonder you take what something. he stole here. Probably some prescription medication destined for Thailand. It seems like you wouldn't hang around if you're wanted and have a warrant. It seems like you'd move on. It also seems like you wouldn't drive under the influence and <laughs> well, drive wasn't. without a suspended license. No, he just had an expired registration. We've all done that. <laughs> you know you've done that. I have? Yes. Well, I did drive with the wrong license plate on a car as a teenager, but I didn't know that was against the law. So that's not my fault, right? You did drive with an expired registration and got pulled over. Oh, yeah, I did do that when I was going to uh, church one yes, time. So, yes, yeah. you just didn't get a ticket. So, yeah, I didn't go to jail. Yeah, because you didn't have a felony warrant somewhere. As far as, as we far know. As far as they know. You know, as far as they know. Later that same day, one of our officers was monitoring traffic along Butler Avenue when he spotted a vehicle traveling approximately five miles per hour below the posted speed limit. Was this you? Could be. <laughs> Sounds like my MO. Finding this unusual... Because no one does that but you. The officer yeah. ran the license plate on the car and learned that the registered owner had a warrant for his arrest through another agency. Maybe he was the guy being, like you said, they should be and being careful trying he's, to not be noticed. not playing it cool. He's playing it too cool. A little too cool. Yeah. After conducting a traffic stop, the officer spoke with the driver, who initially provided a false name and date of birth. Well, at least he had a name and like, a date of birth. Do you just make up a random one or pick somebody you know? Because how are you just going to match Bob a name? Jenkins. You're going to match. My birthday was January 1st, 1973. Yeah, but you're going to match a name with a birthday. That's going to be hard. I, I just did it. So There's got to be a Bob you, Jones somewhere that was born on that date. You got to pick someone you know. Okay, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> you don't know when he was born, and he's dead. I beg the difference. And he'd be way older than you. Uh, who knows? You know, time is a concept, you know. During the course of the subsequent investigation, however, officers were able to use the wanted man's photo and statements from one of his vehicle's passengers 
to confirm that the driver was indeed the man they were looking for. Yeah, he was sitting there trying to make something up the whole time. The guy in the backseat, oh, buddy, you just tell him what your name is. His name's Buddy Thompson. In addition, two of the child... Which I don't know if that's his name. I just made that up, so... In addition, two of the child passengers were not properly secured. So this guy's got a bunch of people in the car. Mm, that's pretty dumb. The driver was then placed under arrest and charged with no license on person, giving false name, date of birth to law enforcement, seatbelt violation, and child safety seat violation. He would later be transported to the Chatham County Detention Center on his non-local warrant. You're looking at me like you think that this is something I have something to say about. Like, I've had experience (laughs) being picked up on multiple things and warrants from not this agency. Well, I mean, we both know the only thing I've ever done is get pulled over for driving too slow in a national park. Fired registration, which was probably someone else's fault. Probably mine. Well, I didn't say that, but it's definitely not my fault because you know I wouldn't break the law intentionally. On Wednesday, May seventeenth, one of our officers was on foot patrol in the area of Inlet Avenue and Tibresa Street when he noticed a vehicle traveling the wrong way on Tibresa. Clearly, I wasn't here to direct this poor, sad soul. You just smash a beer bottle over his windshield (laughs) as he drives the wrong way. After conducting a traffic stop, the officer noticed that there was a strong odor, similar to that of an alcoholic drink, emitting from the driver's breath. So Hmm. it hadn't got to his body yet, just the breath. Coming out of his armpits. (laughs) You know, that's when you really know you're on stage three of the odors. And I wonder how they just determine. It's like they get really close and they decide. if it's anything like when we were walking across from the Bellagio over to the Flamingo area, you can sort of, at a certain point, see the odor. And so you see yeah. where it's coming from. Like, yeah, I knew that odor. alcohol. Oh, well, no, I smelled some people <laughs> in the airport like that. When asked how much he had to drink that evening, the driver gave the standard response of two beers. And jumped. That's what everybody says. You remember that? Yeah, I'm going to take two beers and jump. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. Ah, he found his Thailand stash is what it sounds like, huh? (laughs) He was placed under arrest and charged with a wrong way on a one-way and DUI. Book them, boys. That same day, officers responded to the beach near Chatham Avenue in response to a couple allegedly performing acts on each other in front of children. And you know what she means Acts by that only that. adults should be doing and, and not, in front, not in front of children. And definitely not in public. While speaking with officers, witnesses stated that the couple had been drinking twisted tea and arguing all day. Now, this is so tiby that it doesn't get more tiby than that. I don't care. I love you. <laughs> well, show it. Until they suddenly began getting on top of each other. They must have been doing piggyback rides is all I can figure. <laughs> So they proceeded to do other things they should not have been doing, and they were placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct. Wow. Don't <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. This. This That's is, all I'm going to say about that. This is bad. Like, who does this? I mean, I get Apparently drinking. twisted tea drinkers. Let's stay away from some twisted tea. Oh, Good grief. <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> if you want to read the actual report, you'll need to go to Tybee Island Police Department website and read their weekly report. I wouldn't recommend it. Because I'm not going to say the whole thing. Obviously. Yeah, it's a little bit not child-friendly. imagination. Yes. On Friday, May 19th, so nothing of note happened on your birthday. Uh, they didn't find me. You didn't even get in trouble. They didn't find me. We weren't here. Yeah, we, we were, were out we of were, town. We were in Rinkin. Uh, so don't look up the Rinkin, Georgia Yeah, don't look at their for blotter. May 18th. On Friday, May 19th, 
one of her officers was on patrol in the area of Highway 80 when he conducted a check of a license plate that came back as being suspended with no valid insurance. After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed that the driver was shaking and visibly nervous. He also noticed that the driver displayed characteristics that are consistent with illegal drug use. After explaining the reason for the stop, the officer gave the driver and his passenger an opportunity to purchase insurance coverage over the phone so the vehicle wouldn't need to be towed. Now, that's nice of him. That was nice of him. I didn't even know that was something that would was allowed to happen. Yeah, I guess if you insure your car, I guess he was trying to save on the tow charge because they're going to jail, I suppose. Oh, you're going to the who's gal. <laughs> when they were unable to do so, the officer had both occupants exit the vehicle so that it could be properly inventoried prior to it being removed from the scene. During this time, he noticed that the female passenger displayed very similar characteristics indicative of drug use. Like saying she's heading to Thailand. During the course of the inventory, the officers found a firearm, a large Bowie knife, and glass pipes commonly used to smoke illegal drugs. You know, just random assorted standard beach items that you're going to bring to the beach. People always bring to the beach. At that time, both the driver and passenger were placed under arrest and transported to the Tybee Island Police Department in separate vehicles. After her arrival at the Tybee Island Police Department, the female suspect seemed very hesitant to get out of the patrol car. When she finally did exit, officers spotted a plastic bag with a crystal-like substance lying on the seat. And this is where it goes further downhill. When asked, the woman claimed that the drugs had been stashed in her, quote, back pocket. However, it was noted that her clothing didn't have back pockets. So, so did you sleuth this one out before you read what happened? <laughs> was it was it Colonel Mustard in the library with the iron pot? It was with indeed. the glass pipe. With the glass pipe. Both suspects were ultimately transported to the Chatham County Detention Center, where the man was booked into custody on the charges of suspended registration, no insurance, possession of drug-related objects possession of a firearm slash knife during the commission of a crime, and possession of a controlled substance. The female passenger received a single charge of possession of a controlled substance. She should have put that crap on him. Stuff hey, it in his back pocket. You're already going to jail. Yeah. You mind, this ain't going to be that big of a difference. Yeah, she wouldn't have even got a charge, so she should have slipped it in his back pocket. I'm telling you, Thailand's looking better every day. <laughs> that same day, officers responded to a local establishment that serves alcohol in reference to a report of a drunk man climbing over the bar. So which one could it be? I know. All of them on any given weekend, probably. Upon their arrival, officers spotted a man physically restraining a woman on the sidewalk and noticed that she was continuously trying to pull away as if attempting to fight someone inside the bar. Also, he's trying to keep her from getting inside the bar. Could be anybody at any bar. (laughs) We've seen this happen a number of times. In person. After several failed attempts to get the woman to calm down, the officers decided to place her under arrest. As they did so, her male companion grabbed an officer by the bulletproof vest while insisting that the officer not arrest her. When the man refused to let go, the officer was forced to physically remove the man's hand from his vest by bending the man's fingers back in order to loosen his grip. Don't lay hands on a police officer. No. You're going to catch some charges then, for sure, I bet. Both subjects were subsequently arrested for disorderly conduct. During the follow-up investigation, officers learned that the couple had become angry at the bartender after she refused to serve them alcohol due to their level of intoxication. Sounds so, very responsible of that bartender. Yeah, so they're 
um, if you're to the point where you're going to assault the police officer and beat up the the bartender, bartender. (laughs) hey, look, I am totally sober. Now, to be fair, this may just be who they are. It could be. They may have been the ones uh, drinking the twisted tea. Yeah. Like shortly before this happened, (laughs) they're like, we just drank all the twisted tea on the beach. I just came to get some more. That same day, officers were on an unrelated call outside of the bar when a man sprayed them with a water gun three times. At that time, one officer walked over to the man and asked him to stop spraying the police due to the potential of water damaging the equipment they were wearing. The man agreed, and the pair shook hands as the officer bid him good day. As the officer turned to walk away, however, the man once again sprayed him with water on the back of the neck. As the officer moved to place him under arrest, the man attempted to pull away, forcing the officer to push him to the ground in order to place him in handcuffs. The man was subsequently charged with disorderly conduct. So that took a turn. Like, well, you got to mention, them. like, most people are going to be like, why in the world would he do that? Well, this is a, a festival that happens on Tybee called mm-hmm. the Beach Bum Parade, which everyone on the island has water guns. And they're shooting them at cars passing by. It's a parade. It's not just some rando with a water gun shooting a cop. Well, it could but be. <laughs> one of the, well, it could be. But one of the main rules is you don't shoot the police officers no. with your water guns. And it's laid out pretty clear. Everything else is fair game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Including your cell phone in your back pocket. So don't ever go out with your cell phone in your back pocket. Oh, that was your own fault for <laughs> just trying that. to be a conscientious citizen. Yeah, I made that mistake once and yeah, never again. Now it. it goes in a waterproof bag. Of course, it's not as bad as the time we were at the parade and somebody drove their nice brand new Corvette with the top down. Yeah, they didn't know what was no happening. No mercy, no mercy. And it's not like these little water guns, like like a little pistol. It's like the full-on Nerf things that go 50 feet. And people have 50-gallon drums yeah. full of water. Yeah, like a big trash can, like the barrel full of water to keep refilling. So you never run out of water. And they never ran out of water. No. They're probably still ringing that car out to this day. <laughs> On Saturday, May 20th, one of our officers was monitoring traffic along Jones Avenue when he watched a vehicle fail to stop for a stop sign at Jones and Six. As the officer attempted to conduct a traffic stop, the vehicle pulled into the parking lot of the Tybee Island Fire Department alongside a pickup truck that had several bicycles in the back. So it's right there at the stop sign. So that's why they pulled in there. At that time, the occupants of both vehicles began to argue with one another. Over presumably cans of twisted tea. (laughs) As the officer intervened, the driver of the first vehicle stated that someone had stolen her bicycle the day before. She then explained that she ran the stop sign because she was chasing the pickup (laughs) because she believed the bikes in the bed belonged to her. The parked pickup truck. Well, I guess it pulled in there, too. I guess he didn't know which one the police officer was trying to pull over. Who's going down for this? This somebody like you. You're going to just pull over. Even if you didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong, but I probably did not stop long enough last week. I don't know. Upon closer inspection, however, she realized she was mistaken. They weren't her bikes after all. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Sometimes you win them. Sometimes (laughs) you buy yourself twisted tea and head to the beach. She was cited for failure to stop at a stop sign and released. How very generous of the officer to not put her in cuffs. (laughs) For chasing down her bikes. For chasing down her bikes that weren't her bikes. (laughs) That does happen a lot. My bike got stolen before and it wound up on the north end of the island. We had somebody tell us about it and then we had to go find it. We just walked over there and, and took, took it. it. And the guy came out and was like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is my bicycle. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> he didn't care. He's like, my daughter drove it home Obviously from work the other night. the first time that's happened. Yeah. 
and there were several other bicycles on that porch. Is the people who work on the south end, it's a very long walk to the north end. Like our son works towards the north end of the island and he rides a bike, but it's a bike we purchased. So he doesn't have to steal one. But sometimes people just get tired of walking home from work. They'll see a bike, just ride it home, leave it somewhere, and then you find it eventually. Of course, to be fair, in this instance, that bike was midway through the island inside an enclosed porch where they had to walk into the yard, open the door, walk inside, and physically take it. Well, she probably— So I don't think that one was falling under that. Well, she may have been drinking at work, and she may have started walking the wrong direction and then realized, oh, man, I'm even farther away now, so I need to— Get a bike. And or maybe she figured out she couldn't <laughs> bike to Thailand. <laughs> anyway, it all ended well. We got our bikes back. Hopefully this lady did too. Yeah. After she pays her $300 ticket. We know how much that costs. She could have just bought new bikes. Could have bought a couple, really. That's what I'm saying. It was her kids' bikes, I believe. On Monday, May 22nd, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Highway 80 when a car in front of him suddenly accelerated to 55 miles per hour in the 35 mile per hour speed zone. Doofus. After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed that the driver appeared extremely nervous and seemed unable to stop talking or sit still. Is this you? Could be. <laughs> During the course of their conversation, the officer was able to smell an odor of marijuana. Uh, it wasn't me then. <laughs> emitting from within the vehicle. A subsequent search of the car led to the discovery of multiple packages of marijuana, THC oil gummies, chocolate-infused hallucinogenic mushrooms, and various objects commonly associated with the sale or distribution of illicit substances. It isn't me, but it doesn't narrow it down very much off of who it might be if it's local, right? Yeah, but he just wasn't playing it cool. Like, what do you get? Like, just shut up. Because he was probably on the mushrooms, Crystal. Have you ever been around people on the (laughs) mushrooms? No. Have we? Yeah. We have. Oh, well, they talk in a lot the music anyway. Scene. Yeah, I know where. They talk a lot anyway. Well, this is true. So I wouldn't know the difference. That is also true. I can't tell when people are normal or not in that scene. You can't tell when I'm normal. Oh, I didn't tell when you're normal. Um, okay. <laughs> you talk a lot either way, but I'm always nervous. <laughs> what it's like that time the the meme I saw where they're like, you know, you go to the airport and you're like, Did did I accidentally bring a gun? <laughs> Like me, I accidentally brought, tried to bring a Diet Coke. Yeah, the that's line. the second time in Vegas where we brought through a, a, a sealed bottle of liquid through the TSA screening check line. And the guy stops us, and he's pulling her off the side. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going home by myself. Well, to be fair, we had been in the bar for quite a while. Yeah. Well, and then we have to go through. I had to get prepared for the flight. Yeah, so then we went to the TSA pre-check, which is the very fast line. And I put my bag on the thing and I go walk through the um, smoke detector, the metal detector, and it goes off. And I was like, he's like, do you have anything in your pockets? And I was like, oh, yeah, my phone. Then she screamed, Thailand, and took her off. (laughs) So I had to walk over there in front of people and put it in the little basket. And then I get through it. And they're like, whose bag is this? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I pointed right at her. I was like, it's over. <laughs> he did. He's like, it's hers. It's hers. It's hers. Take her down. Take her down, boys. I've been waiting <laughs> for this day my whole life. And it was your Diet Coke. You were drinking it, too. So, I in a way, we I were just complicit. Took it with us. At least it wasn't twisted teeth. It was not. And it was like, he's like, do you have anything fragile or sharp in here? And I'm like, I don't think so. And so he just starts pulling everything out of my bag. Yeah. And then he gets to it and he's like, here it is. And I was like, oh. Then he said, what do you want to do with this? I know. And I was like, like, I'd like to take it on the plane. I'm just going to stand here and hold up the line and finish it if you don't mind. I want to pour it out on the floor. (laughs) That's what I want to do. 
Yeah. So other than that, it was a great trip through the TSA checklist. So what did this guy do? During the course of the search, the suspect became agitated and began moving towards a nearby tree line while claiming he had to urinate. He gets well, nervous. <laughs> you know, that's what the tree line's for, I guess. And when ordered to stop, the suspect refused, prompting officers to move and place him under arrest. As the officers took hold of the suspect, he began to fight back, forcing them to pull him down to the ground in an attempt to gain control of his hands. Once on the ground, the suspect continued in his attempts to fight and flee, forcing an officer to deploy his taser in drive-stun mode to the back of one of the suspect's legs. That sounds like a really intense setting. What is that like on a Star Trek phaser? It's like <laughs> set it to drive stun. <laughs> it's one below obliterate. It must not have been too bad. Once in handcuffs, the suspect was charged with speeding, driving while license suspended, obstruction, possession of drug-related objects, possession of marijuana, possession of a controlled substance, THC oil, possession of a controlled substance, Something I can't even pronounce. Psilocybin? Psilocybin. Maybe. I don't know what that is. In possession with intent to distribute. Maybe How do you know he wasn't going to take it all for himself? You don't He's know that. He's going to take every bit of it <laughs> and go to Thailand on a bicycle. <laughs> I don't recommend Thailand. There's a lot of crime in Thailand if you think this place is bad, people. I've heard about Thailand, yeah, but apparently, you know, this is the, the road there. Apparently, this is how you get there. On Tuesday, May 23rd, while on patrol, one of our officers spotted a vehicle traveling 51 miles per hour in a 30-mile-per-hour zone. After stopping the car, the officer learned that the driver's license was suspended, probably for doing 20 over like that. It's probably not an isolated incident in this guy's driving career is what you're saying. Now, to be fair, our daughter was going 19 over, and uh, we got that. Good thing we know a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, we did get it reduced, so it doesn't... Uh, get her suspended. Got connections. <laughs> he was placed under arrest and charged with speeding and driving while license suspended. On Wednesday, May 24th, while on patrol, officers received an alert from a license plate reader in reference to a stolen U-Haul on the island. Oh, no, he's Again. back. He's back. It's the same guy. After stopping the vehicle, officers spoke with the driver who admitted to the theft. He was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with theft by receiving. He didn't even have an excuse or a false name or false birthday or anything. Probably just put his hands out when they came to get him. He's like, and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you peddling officers. Peddling. Peddling. wasn't for you meddling officers. <laughs> I saw a story or I heard it and I don't know where it was, but did you hear about this guy and he was driving a car and I guess he was drinking or something and he got pulled over, so he put his dog in the driver's seat and he got into the passenger seat and pretended like the dog was driving. I told like, him not to do it until he got like, his permit. He's like, he's sober. <laughs> but he ain't been drinking <laughs> yeah, he's not. much. <laughs> well, it sounds like something I would do. Sadly. Not drinking and driving. But yeah, but I would, I would dog let the dog drive. The dog does try to drive every time we get in well, the car. I think Layla probably could yeah, learn. Yeah, you know? she gets right in the hey, driver's seat. Hey, dogs know how to skateboard. I've seen that happen. So I how know. hard could it be to move the, you know, the wheel of a motor vehicle? It could not. On Friday, May 26th. It says, last week, we told you about a mother who was looking for a lost iPad that her nonverbal autistic son uses to communicate. What happened was they were driving down Tybee Road. I don't know if you saw it on social media. I saw it, yeah, but I didn't see that it got resolved. Yeah, and I don't know if he just accidentally dropped it out of the window. You know how kids are. They'll just do random stuff. Yeah. So it Kid-related activities. And so she didn't realize it till they got to wherever they were going. And then, you know, there's no iPad, and he... Loves his iPad, as kids do. Clearly. So they posted it out there, and it was found. Oh, great. It says, we're happy to report that the device was turned into the Tybee Allen Police Department on Friday. 
While the screen was cracked, the iPad itself appeared to still be functioning. The mother was notified of the find and came to retrieve the device the following day. So Hooray. That's a happy story. Yeah, I'm glad that helped. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something that's sort of neat. And since it's not just a child, a nonverbal autistic, that sounds like a, maybe sort of a, yeah, I think that's a, a support l- device, mm-hmm. you know. On Sunday, May 28th, while on foot patrol, one of our officers was talking with a group of pedestrians as they all crossed Butler Avenue together. During this time, the officer looked up to see a car speeding through the crosswalk. I hate it when that happens. And barely missed the pedestrians as they continued northbound on Butler. After confirming that the group was okay, the officer ran to his nearby patrol car and proceeded to track down the suspect vehicle. During the course of the subsequent traffic stop, the driver claimed that he did not have his license on him and provided a false name and birth date to the officer. After uncovering the truth, the officer learned that the driver did not have a valid license. Tell me, shot. Oh, no. He was then placed under arrest and charged with crosswalk violation, too fast for conditions, no driver's license, and providing a false name and date of birth to law enforcement. Throw the book at him. Yeah, Throw that's very dangerous. We have killed so somebody. many, and that happens, and we have so many people crossing streets. You've got to slow down. Of course, he probably sped away fast when he knew the cops coming out. But after where him. are you going? There ain't but one way to go. Yeah, I mean, there's no way way to get very far, very fast without other officers because they're all over the place. They're going to find you. That evening, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Highway 80 when he spotted a vehicle with a defective taillight. After stopping the car, the officer immediately noticed a strong odor of marijuana emitting from within. Mm. A backup officer also caught a whiff of the weed and reported that he saw the driver stuffing something down the front of his pants. It was just a Bojangles biscuit. I swear, <laughs> officer, I just I swear I'll keep it. Like the kid that used to play football yeah. with Ethan. They, they'd be playing football and they'd stop and he'd pull a Bojangles biscuit <laughs> out and eat it during practice. Well, you got to keep the carbs up when you're uh, exerting yourself. Or football. running from the law, you know, <laughs> sometimes. After instructing the driver to exit the vehicle, an officer spotted a handgun sticking out of his waistband. Well, that's not a biscuit. <laughs> At that time, the 17-year-old driver was relieved of the weapon and a small bag of suspected marijuana. A subsequent search of the vehicle also revealed a large sheath knife and taser. Who needs what all that stuff? What was he doing? Even if he didn't, you know, have the drugs or be underage to probably own any of that stuff, why would you need all that stuff? Yeah, I thought you had to be 18 at least to have a gun. I, I don't know. I think Georgia changed some laws recently, but I still think there's an age limit for certain types of guns. It used to guns. be you had to be 21, or if you were 18 in military, you could have one, but I don't know. I don't know the current law. There used to be an age difference between being able to own a, a handgun and a long yeah. rifle, so who knows what it is now. Well, we'll find out if you got charged with that. I'm sure somebody will let us know. <laughs> the driver was then placed under arrest and charged with possession of a firearm by a minor. There so, he yeah, is. There yeah, he you is. If you one. had just written your own script, <laughs> then you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known if I had read this prior to this. <laughs> I have read it, but it's been a while. Uh, it's, it's sort of like there was an odor emitting. Yeah, I just couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah, it was the dogs. The marijuana was placed into the evidence room and marked for destruction. Yeah. That's what they do with that stuff. Oh, it's we're going to burn it for sure. We're going to burn it. Shortly thereafter, an officer was on patrol in the area of Highway 80 when he spotted a vehicle failing to maintain its lane. After stopping the vehicle, the officer immediately smelled an odor similar to that of an alcoholic beverage emitting from within. The officer also noticed that the driver's eyes were bloodshot 
and they slurred his words when he spoke. When asked if he would be willing to participate in standardized field sobriety testing, the driver refused. He was then placed under arrest. While conducting an inventory of the vehicle prior to its being towed from the scene, officers discovered an open can of Coors Light behind the driver's seat. Oops. Where'd you tell him to hide it? I get there. You told him where to hide it. Yeah, you hide it in the driver's side door. <laughs> no, that's the passenger do side door. No, no, that's where they look. Oh, they look in they the driver's side. They look in the passenger side door. You do it in the driver's side door. Only the elite cops oh. know to look there. And, but they knew to look behind the driver's seat, so. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to take a gamble and it don't pay stuff off. It down his pants. So like slop sheens in Vegas. <laughs> the driver was then charged with failure to maintain lane, open container, and DUI less safe. I'm glad they got that psychopath off the streets. <laughs> so we had a lot of cars coming and going. It looks like the height of that was 520 Saturday at 11,000 coming and going. That's quite a few. And then uh, the other weekend, uh, not nearly as much. No. I guess but it it's was, because uh, of the holiday weekend, maybe. Yeah. Was that Memorial Day weekend? I can't keep track because, I as you recall, we were in Vegas before this happened. Yeah, I don't and know. we probably had our worst gambling trip ever. <laughs> yes. Vegas yeah, did not people, like um, us. Buy us some coffee, please. <laughs> yeah, because we can't afford to buy coffee now. <laughs> we may not even be able to afford to host this podcast from this point uh, forward. <laughs> So there was a whole I'm not saying we have a crippling gambling addiction. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a good thing we don't live in Vegas. Yes, it is. So there wasn't a lot of new things for their code enforcement. They did have a quite a busy week with people having glass on the beach. 35 people got citations. Mm, just bring a plastic container. How you hard can is that? drink I mean, whatever like, you want. That just seems be to glass. be like common sense. Like the other stuff, maybe you may not know about smoking or Disturbing dune vegetation. Well, that one. But like littering seems obvious. Who's littering? Animal confinement. Now that. Got to keep your fuel monster under control. Animal confinement. That makes me sad. That means that someone was like had an animal chained up or something like they're not supposed to. You can't have a dog on a chain in Georgia. Oh, you can't? Or not in Chatham County, Not at that least. we would. Oh, no. No, we would. I'd you can have them. I, a, I feel bad having them outside of the studio door. I know. While we do this. <laughs> I know. They're sad because they want to go on their W-A-L-K. Don't even use that letter. <laughs> even Layla even knows the W letter. It doesn't matter what type of syllable you're announcing with it. As soon as she hears that, her ears are... I know. She does. Yeah, no, I think there's one noise violation, which is kind of surprising. It's only one. We could probably have a lot more of those just on our street. We had that on uh, our hotel room. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Crystal got so mad. We were in, staying in the Horseshoe, which used to be Bally's, and these people in the room next to us were playing music at extreme volumes, which usually really bothers me, which is weird because I'm a musician, but I have issues that I've talked about on the podcast before, but I was able to overlook it. She walked over the door. She, you know, there's like a door in between the two rooms because they could be joining if yeah. you had a family. Yeah, I banged on that door because they would not stop. And, and it was, they didn't And stop. it woke me up every morning. Oh. I mean, granted, it was like 9 2 o'clock. PM. No, we did not see it. It was 2 p.m. by Eastern time, probably, when we woke up. But. Well, maybe, but it was like 9, 10 a.m. there, and that's too early to be blasting your music through my door. Yeah, it really sounded like, uh, you know, something they might be playing at Chili's or something. I'd rather them do it late at night than early in the morning. It feels like a restaurant I need to next sleep. door. Yes. You know, like I gotta sleep. Yeah, I need some sleep. <laughs> We've had issues with gambling, but they did wake us up in time to go back out and gamble some more, which is probably their fault. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's not their fault 
So that's going to do it for this episode of the Taipei Island Police Blotter. Stay tuned in for future updates where we talk about odors emitting, violations, various re- people, yeah. and body parts, body cars. parts, cars, things flying over stuff. You know, it's random stolen U-Hauls seem to show up here. Yeah, that's not the first time that's happened in this year. I know. If you're going to steal a U-Haul, I wouldn't recommend bringing it here. You people, we have a license plate reader as you're coming on the island. So if you've got a stolen vehicle of any kind, they're going to know. They're going to know. And you've got no way out. You're right. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. Take it somewhere else. What we're going to do. Take it to Vegas. We're going to go steal a (laughs) U-Haul. I'm going to get my old MapQuest app up on the internet and print out directions to Thailand. Okay. You go steal yourself a bike or two. Okay. Throw <laughs> them in the back bat? of the U-Haul, and we're heading to Thailand. And Layla's driving because so of course, because you you're going to be drunk. You, <laughs> you hate driving a U-Haul, remember? Especially through the ocean to Thailand. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's just the whole thing. It is. So join us next time. <laughs>